Christian Wagner, <clears throat> and I'm the Militant Thomist. So today we're going to, this video is going to be very quick, but to wrap up all of the talk that we've had about the various types and figures in the Old Testament, when it comes to the Eucharist, we talk about the various biblical passages, and this is going to talk also in general of how we read the Old Testament figures of the Eucharist and the ways in which they can signify the Eucharist. So this is going to be from Tertia Pars, question 73, article 6 in the Summa. Whether the Paschal Lamb was the chief figure of this sacrament. So on the contrary, the Apostle says in 1 Corinthians 5, 7 through, 7 through 8, Christ, our Pasch, is sacrificed. Therefore, let us feast with the unleavened bread in sincerity and truth. So in the Respondeo, I answer that. We can consider three things in the sacrament, namely that which is sacrament only, and this is the bread and wine, that which is both reality and sacrament, to wit, Christ's true body, and lastly, that which is reality only, namely the effect of the sacrament. So when it comes to this division, uh, it's important to recognize the Augustinian background to this. So there's a Dif, uh, distinction which is made in Augustine's thought between sign and things signified. So when it comes to the sign, or as Thomas calls it, the sacramentum, when it comes to the the sign, it's going to be the the bread and the wine. When it comes to the thing signified, it's going to be Christ's true body and blood. And then when it comes to the effect it's going to be the, uh, the uh, power effect of the sacraments. So that is, that, that is the way in which this is divided for St. Thomas. He's looking back at the way in which St. Augustine wrote about the sacrament, which actually gets us a little bit into later debates between Catholics and Protestants. But uh, that's a story for another time. Consequently, in relation to what is sacrament only, so the uh, when it comes to bread and wine, that's sacrament only. The chief figure of the sacrament was the oblation of Melchizedek, who offered up bread and wine. So when it comes to the bread and wine of the sacrament, when we look to the Old Testament 
and we're looking for that chief signification of the bread and wine in front of us, the those what are called the outward species or the accidents. When we look at that and look, read the Old Testament to try to find all of the signs for that thing, we find Melchizedek chiefly and the bread and wine which he offered. And uh, you could also, for this, if you wanted to, I, I would say also the various grain offerings of the Old Testament would be another really good example. Really anywhere where you can think of bread and wine uh, being spoken of in some sort of sacrificial context or even, even a meal context, a sacred meal context. All of these are pre, prefiguring the Eucharist. So in relation to Christ crucified, who is contained in the sacrament, its figures were all the sacrifices of the Old Testament, especially the sacrifice of expiation, which was the most solemn of all. So all of those animal sacrifices of the Old Testament. So it may be, uh, it, it may be the various uh, meats uh, or, or, other, or other animals, the blood spilled and shed, because we're, th we're looking at Christ, and you see it through Hebrews, is Hebrews really provides for this when it comes to the reality. Hebrews harps on how Christ is the fulfillment of the Old Testament sacrifices. And maybe even you can think of Abel. Abel is another example. Uh, Old Testament martyrs who can be said to have been sacrificed in a certain sense. All of these find their chief typology in Christ when we're looking at uh, at the Eucharist because he is the reality uh, in the sacrament, under the sacrament. While with regard to its effect, the chief figure was the manna, having in it the sweetness of every taste, just as the grace of the sacrament refreshes the soul in all respects. So in the in the Old Testament, I can't off the top of my head, and I tried to think for one, for a different one besides the manna when it comes to a sort of uh, sweet effect or some sort of, I, I guess you could, uh, no, no, that's not going to be it. I, I, I'm trying to think of any sort of, any sort of figure besides the manna that would signify that, that would prefigure the the effect of the Eucharist, but I can't. But the Paschal Lamb foreshadowed the sacrament in these three ways. First of all, because it was eaten with, you know, you know, I just thought of it. When it comes to the effect, I guess you could have like the the incense of the of the Old Testament, like the various oils and incense that do actually bring about a a sweet effect. So maybe maybe that maybe that somebody somebody let me know if they can think of anything that signifies the effect. The Paschal Lamb foreshadowed this sacrament in these three ways. So the Paschal Lamb, in every respect, signifies the Eucharist. So when we think of the Eucharist, think of eating that Paschal Lamb. First of all, because it was eaten with unleavened loaves, according to Exodus twelve eight, they shall eat flesh and unleavened bread. So it brings forth. Uh, a certain sign of the outward matter of the sacrament, that is bread and wine, because they ate loaves and drank wine. And I don't think, remembering off the top of my head, that wine is mentioned, the 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 cups of wine are mentioned in the in the biblical accounts. Off the top of my head, I can't, I don't think so. But in in at least eventually during the ritual of the of the Passover, there was wine, which was drank. So both bread and wine are present there. As to the second, so when it comes to the reality, 
As to the second, because it was immolated by the entire multitude of the children of Israel on the 14th day of the moon. And this was a figure of the passion of Christ. It was called the lamb on account of his innocence. So there's also that sacrifice, sacrificial aspect of the lamb being slaughtered. As to the effect, because by the blood of the paschal lamb, the children of Israel were preserved from the destroying angel and brought from the Egyptian captivity. And in this respect, the paschal lamb is the chief figure of the sacrament. because it represents it in every respect. So that's it. That's all I had for you. Just, uh, just a very short video. So thank you all for stopping by and listening and look forward to the next video tomorrow. And God bless. Glory be to